Scooby-Doo, where are you? <laughs> well, the years start coming and they don't stop 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 coming 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 Hello and welcome to another edition of Ogre Totes Ogre I'm usual host Will and joining me as per always is my good buddy Matt. Hey Will, how's it going? I'm okay. And uh, we got Chris on the MC as well. Hey Chris. Hello. And uh, yeah, so so far it seems like things are pretty normal <laughs> for this episode. Uh, it's just us chilling in our house, um, this apartment, this uh, um, studio apartment Uh-oh. that we share together. Oh, hey Will. Um, so I had noticed that I, I think. Our apartment might be haunted. What? Um, so I, I took the liberty of inviting a couple of ghost hunters to come and check the place out. And uh, they're actually here now. Well, it seems like a house committee decision that you should have broached on Friday. But, oh, is that, uh, okay. I, is that them over there? Yeah, they're, they're oh, right here. Oh, I thought they were yeah, the ghosts. We're, okay, we're here. I, I thought they were the ghosts. <laughs> yeah no we've been here on the east side of the apartment for about 45 minutes <laughs> oh, okay i thought you were just like silhouettes or some sort of statues I was getting that nervous. had acquired you know, yeah. you know a lot of people think that about us and it's maybe our sickly appearance or maybe 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 it's just uh their little paranoia. yeah well it's also it's also a tactic that we use because if we're like really still then like the ghosts will like think that we're also ghosts absolutely yeah. very true, very true. well you are quite I only hire the best Yes. Yeah. We try our best. <laughs> is that your slogan? Uh, yeah. I say it from time to time, and it's it's because we do we paranormal. Uh, I I should introduce myself. Yeah. My name is uh, uh Ron Strickland. I okay. host Paranormal Ron on uh, True TV. Oh wow! Wow. That's how long have you been doing that for? Uh, we're going on season twenty-four. Wow, wow. that is really exciting. How many years has that been? Uh, it's been about three. Okay, well, we just pump them out. That that makes sense. <laughs> we pump them out. Yeah. We're really excited to hear promoted on your on your podcast. Well, yeah, well, invited, you said that was on True TV. It's on True TV, uh, ten thirty p.m. every Friday night. Wow, that's wow, uh, that's a good time slot. Prime time. Yeah, <laughs> that is prime time. I guess. Yeah, and uh, yeah. may I ask what your name is? Um, I'm refusing to. Say my name for legal reasons. Okay. Uh, neither here nor there. But you can call me Jane. Okay. Um, I help Ron out with a show I used to act, um, but only oh, wow. in ghost movies. Okay. That's okay. my my genre is just ghosts. Yeah. Okay. Sure. That's a tight um, niche. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very niche. Uh, it's why I quit the acting biz. Okay. Um, they're all the same movie made over and over again. Uh, okay. Um, so I went to reality, met Ron. And uh, we've been having a great TV partnership ever since. Huh. Well, Ron, Jane, uh, it's an absolute pleasure having you on the show. And, and thanks for joining us and yeah. watching Scooby-Doo earlier. Yeah, we just happened to walk in for our... our uh, we were going to check out your uh, studio apartment right. for any ghost. And you happen to have it on. <laughs> How could I say no? Yeah. Well, um, we usually don't have, I guess, experts of the field. Uh, on our show we usually just kind of wing it assume that things are accurate or not so as paranormal investigators uh please tell us uh 
is this movie accurate to what you would say your profession is? See, I, I have a big gripe with Scooby Doo. Okay, you got that some movie itself. Some issues with Scooby Doo. Yes. Yeah, and it's that they don't take it seriously. Oh, okay. I, I was I was expecting uh, someone in my profession who takes this very seriously and the, who hunts these ghosts and finds these ghosts and reconciles them in the dead. Uh, they didn't do that. Instead, we got fart jokes and we got I, there was hardly any ghosts in it. So you think you believe the Scooby Doo movie is like trivializing the real dangers of your career? Is that what I'm? Absolutely. Okay. It's hmm. a fair read. Jane. And while I agree with Ron, I just I have such a hard time with how they portray the ghosts. Okay. Like that's not how ghosts are. Like some ghosts are stronger than others, but most are fairly easy to subdue. Okay. Um, if you know what you're doing. Right. And they, I'm sorry, but no ghost would be able to get through Sugar Ray's body and his soul. Mark McGrath. I, I know him personally. Oh, okay. My, my um, he's he's Sugar Ray to me. I'm allowed to call him that. Like first name Sugar, uh, second name Ray, or is that just one word? Yeah, no, it's it's all one word. Okay. So like when I write it, it's just Sugar Ray. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all one word. Yeah, and we don't want to put too much of our personal info out, but we have definitely been to Mark McGrath's house a couple times. And oh, okay. Ghost there. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, and, but they he strikes me as a man who's haunted get... by some demons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like he, but that's the thing. We've been to his house. Like he's had ghosts there, and none of them have been able to penetrate his soul. Like he is a very strong soul. Sure. Yeah. So, so you say the movie's being unrealistic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and we're more than willing to uh, demonstrate some techniques on the podcast of how to identify ghosts, if that is something you're into. We can we can hit on it later, but Scooby-Doo, definitely I have some gripes with it, but if I'm being honest, sometimes you need to take a step back and have some fun, too. So I had some fun on the island with Mr. Bean, and <laughs> it was a good time. Would you say... <laughs> I'm glad. Would you say the movie is more accurate if at one point Mark McGraw was like, the only ghost that can get into my soul is the Holy Ghost? Or do you think that would have... Uh... <laughs> like looked right at the camera? Right, exactly. Yeah. Okay, I guess that's something I... uh, Raja Gosnell can write down as a note. Scooby-Doo <laughs> 3. Uh, yeah, for, for 3. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I suppose we should... Now that we've heard these guys' initials responses to the movie, should we should we talk a little bit more in depth about the movie itself? Yeah, I mean, I would still like to hear some feedback from them because I mean, I'm sure that will definitely inform our opinions as we go on. Yeah, sure. Do you guys have any specific points you'd like to? Well, why don't you start, Matt? Oh, okay, I can start. Um, so this was viewing number six for this year. That is true. Uh, indisputably true. It was uh, fine. <laughs> We watched I Am Legend last night. Okay, well that's not Scooby-Doo. Right, but the monsters in this look worse than the monsters in I Am Legend. Okay. And understandably, because it's five years older. Right. Um, Same studio. But, the, but Scooby-Doo himself looks better than the monsters in I Am Legend. I mean, to be fair, I do remember when I Am Legend came out that one of the biggest criticisms of it was the CG. So it wasn't like yeah. it was. It's not necessarily that the CG at the time looked good in I Am Legend. Like I think that was a point of contention then as well. But I can see what you mean. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I actually only took one note during the movie this time. Okay. Uh, and it was actually at the end of the movie we see Fred knock out the bald guy. Yeah. I forget what his name is. Um, 
Nabu? Or no, what was his name? I can never remember his name. Okay, it doesn't really matter. The point is, um, Fred swings at one of the bungee ropes and knocks him out, which actually pays off at the very, very beginning of the movie. The first time we see Fred, he's like swinging around a rope, using it as a weapon. Mm. And I had never noticed that that gets a payoff in later in the movie so that, that was kind of wow amazing, I guess. is this yeah. uh stealth rented by charlie kaufman <laughs> <laughs> it's a real thematic uh payoff there yeah you know fred learns how to fight with the rope oh, man. i guess so uh yeah his name is nagu i just looked it up okay. <laughs> uh he's played by an actor named steven grives um who i think uh I think he he the actor does a fine job as Nagu. <laughs> I I have never had any faults with his performance. I have had some faults with his character though. For instance, is he like a superhero? Like he has really good ears. Like yeah, Superman. because like there's that scene where he plays the piano. I know this is a reshoot, so this might explain some of the continuity error in it. But when he like starts playing the piano and he's like, you know, doing his little ballad or whatever, he can clearly hear. Um, was it Velma and Goatee Man? And it's yeah. like, how does that work? Because he's like, also hearing the piano. Well, not only that, he's like above, like he's on like the top floor, and they're like all the way at the bar. No, I think the piano is actually right by where they're sitting. No, it's like at least like six feet up. Like, is it? Yeah, because they show, they the show, scene. they show. Um, and at least in the movie, they show him like at the bar, and they have the, the shot pan up, following him up the stairs. Oh. And then he sits on top right. and plays the piano. So he's like, I guess a superhero because he can hear Velma and uh, Goatee Man's very intimate conversation while still playing he the piano. We were referring to the Goatee Man as Damien Chazelle. Damien oh, Chazelle. yeah, that was that was Damien Chazelle. Okay. <laughs> he does fairly look like Damien Chazelle. <laughs> he, he gets around in the bit. industry for sure. I yeah, mean, he, he looks cool. like if Damien Chazelle like, grew two feet and then, like, got, like, kind of buff. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's little-known industry fact. It's how uh, Damien Chazelle got the idea for La La Land. Oh, it was the piano? It was the piano. <laughs> yeah. He was like, what if, what if a guy in a, a piano, guy played piano? <laughs> was really good at jazz? Huh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, there you go, guys. That's like exclusive, it, yeah. I think. Oh, oh man. I, Something to I had no idea. I, yeah. I kind of have a question of what... What? How? What is the plan here? The end game of Scrappy's plan? Okay. Take because, over the world. Uh, so the the process of how it works is they get the teenager's body, mm-hmm. they take out the their soul, yeah, and they put in the monster's soul. Yes. They watch the educational video on how to be polite. Well, so the the video is so that the monsters can pose as real people. That's why at the uh, beginning of the movie, whenever they get to the island, they're like, oh, it looks like a bunch of sober, well-behaved yes. politicians. He's like, that's the problem. Because they're acting weird because they're about to go out into the world. Okay. So there's more, there's assumed to be even more lessons than the one of the spilling the drink. Yeah. Of how to be a human. Yes. Yeah. And well, then he's going to go out in the world with these teenagers and... Take over the world, basically. Yeah. He's, okay. he's going to have the them go out and then infect everyone else and then have world domination, I guess. Yeah, okay. Like Which a is virus. kind of a leap from Shaggy, I mean, from um, from Scrappy uh, gets maligned by his friends and now he's so mad he wants to take over the world 
dominating. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Pretty... I mean, it has been a few years, so I guess his priorities changed a bit. <laughs> yeah, like I would have believed if he was like, "Hey, I just want to get back at my friends that sure. abandoned me." But no, it's like I not only want that, I want to take over the world with this weird I... plan with these monsters on this island. I I think <laughs> uh, Scrappy should just became the Joker. Like this was his. Scrappy should became what? The Joker. Oh, yeah. oh yes. <laughs> That was like this was age. his origin story, like like the whole movie The Joker, but with Scrappy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch it. Um, Do you yeah, want to hear a joke, you're Murray? You're making me want to see uh, Walking Phoenix drive a life a life like robot of uh, Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> now, now that's an idea for the sequel, I think. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel pretty fortunate to have worked in uh, at. True TV, so I got a, got the vote in the Oscars, mm. and I just wrote oh. hot Joker down the ballot. <laughs> yeah, or, Ron and Jane are both really, yeah. really big fans of the Joker. Movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, we we <laughs> we enjoy the gritty realism of how terrible the world is. Yeah. No, it's always good to have that reminder every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> now, were you disappointed that when, like, say, uh, the Waynes died, that you didn't see their ghosts leaving their their bodies in that movie? Yeah, because especially with him being a child, mm-hmm. children are normally the ones that see ghosts right. most often. They're more susceptible to it. So, you know, it would have been a really nice take to have young Bruce Wayne see, like, his parents' souls leaving their body. Like Casper. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a double-edged sword because they could have got it really wrong and really screwed it up because that's what most movies do except uh, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Oh, okay. Oh, so that one does the... That one does it perfectly. Okay. Now, okay, I, I... Did I ever tell you about my ghost girlfriend past that visited me? <laughs> oh, wow. I, I don't believe you have. Uh, well, it's funny. They, they weren't my girlfriends because I've never had a girlfriend. They were my pets. Ghosts of girlfriends past pets. Oh, okay. Yeah, my pets. <laughs> ghosts of girlfriends pets. Pets. Past. Past. Pets. So, pets. now... Pest. Just to clarify, as someone who has not seen Girl, the Ghost of Girlfriend's Past, how are, how are they portrayed in that movie? Well, have you ever seen A Christmas Girl? Yes. It's the same exact thing, but with girlfriends. Oh, okay. I'm not yeah. even joking. I, that... looked, I looked up the plot, and that's what it no, was. I have seen the movie. That is true. Oh, God. So imagine, so my my cat, when I was eight years old, Blinky, yeah. he visited me first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was it nice to see him? No, it was terrifying. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay, so it was like Pet Cemetery. Uh, yes, but ghosts, oh, okay. not real. Oh, okay. Not, they're not actually back in zombies, they're just... No, sir, they were ghosts. And, and it's kind of funny, because uh, in episode uh, 304 of uh, Ron, Paranormal Ron, oh, yes. we, we got in contact with Blinky, Okay. and he had some choice words for me. What did he have? Or we have to watch that episode, I guess. To yeah, I remember you said in the beginning we this is PG podcast. Oh, right. so I'm not going to too much. <laughs> I, I will say this: being an outside observer, yes, watching Ron in his journey, it was very powerful. Oh, okay. very powerful. And I'm proud to say, after that episode, uh, I, I independently talked to Blinky and I got some closure. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, but I'll say it: your pets see much more than you think mm-hmm. in your life. Now, uh, Especially as a ghost. Now, Ron, I, I don't want to criticize your show, but I was wondering, why is the show called Paranormal Ron when Ron is in the word paranormal? Uh, well... Paranormal? Paranormal. Right, yeah. Uh, it shouldn't just be called Paranormal. 
Uh, it, it's true, but I really wanted my name in there twice. Oh, okay. <laughs> I really do the work here. I just feel like you kind of missed an opportunity there if you, if, if Ron's already in Paranormal. Producers wouldn't go for it. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I mean, I am the, the you're the sole producer. I'm the sole producer of this, and you, you get the final say. I I do, and I'm saying thirty more seasons. Oh wow! Away, the so true TV. Is this the scoop? Did we just get the scoop? Uh, this on is that? the scoop, and I don't want to say too much, but we're doing an episode with a, a bunch of impractical jokers. This oh, that I'm really excited about. <laughs> Are you implying that you're going to kill the parent or the impractical jokers? I'm not saying they're dead, but maybe some of their relatives are. We can talk to. Oh, okay. What if the maybe, impractical maybe jokers prank- were the actual jokers? Ooh, there yes. You go. Yeah. Uh, we love. I mean, we love the movie. So, Joaquin, feel free to reach out. We'll give you a free <laughs> reading. Sure. We would love to work with Joaquin. Talk to Arthur's mom. Okay. Or Murray. Um, Murray. Yeah. Chris and Will. Do you guys have any thoughts about Scooby Doo this month that you would like to share? Sure, Chris. Why don't you go ahead? Um, yeah, okay. Uh, I had forgotten that Shaggy is supposed to be a vegetarian, which I you know, thought was... I also noted that this time. I forgot that that was included in this movie. Yeah, where he has an eggplant burger with... Uh, mm-hmm. Eggplant burger! Um, burger! <laughs> let's see. Um, I think the more that I see this movie, the more I kind of appreciate the way that Scooby-Doo is animated. Like, um, obviously the fidelity of the CGI has is you know not that impressive anymore but just the way that his face animates like he's like oh you can eat and then he faints like it's kind of like the expressiveness in his eyes and everything and, it's, and it still gets me like how well they they kind of captured the um spirit of the character no pun intended yeah i, I agree with that yeah i think it's a good it's a good cg like because Incidentally, we've kind of been watching a lot of those movies, the the early two thousand CG yes. character movies. Mm-hmm. We, we watched Lord of the Rings a couple weeks ago. Hmm. Um, the Grinch. The Grinch. We watched. Well, he uh, wasn't well, CG. That doesn't know CG. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Um, I just want to preface the reason we've been watching these with you is this is a multi-step plan. Right. So this is not our first time like talking to you. It's just mm-hmm. your roommates haven't been here yeah, at yeah. the time. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, this has been going on for a while. That's guys. a pretty so incredible power. The, the Netflix of Ghost uh, Paranormal Investigation Services. Oh, the, the, the more times that I see that instructional video, the more I like it. Oh, I love the yeah, instructional That's one of my video. favorite parts of the whole movie, yeah. Because it's like the I'm... perfect... Yeah. It's the, it's the perfect um, recreation of a thing made for the... It's like an instructional video for the monsters to be more human, but it's like it was developed by somebody who has no understanding of how humans actually act, and they captured right. that perfectly. <laughs> I, I'm a quite taken yes. by the line, I'm up to date on all popular trends. I think there's... <laughs> I think there's solid meme potential on that line as well. She kept that new bit on the, the box. Way yeah, the way that he says it, like as a response, he's like, "Far out! Right. I'm up to date on all the popular <laughs> trends." Yeah, word. Yeah, and the, the crash zoom on his face, and, his, and he winks. Yeah, it's just, it's great. Oh, it's excellent. Um, yeah. Also, you know, the more times I see this movie, the more I wonder, like, how lengthy the original plot was. Like, it, I'm noticing more and more that there are 
very large stretches of the story that are just missing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. char- pieces of character development and, and plot elements and stuff like that. Um, I can't think of anything in particular, but um, um, just like elements of the story and of the world that I think James Gunn probably put a lot of work into developing that eventually just got removed. Mm-hmm. Well, it's worth noting that Goatee Man never actually gets a name, I don't believe. Yeah. Unless I'm mistaken. I don't think he does. Yeah. No. (laughs) I mean... Which feels like... uh, I mean, because there's... Obviously, that's been a thing with the female love interests in in older movies. You don't always get a name. Um, It feels like regressive, but against men in that way. So, it's it's just strange, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean... I think his sole lack of charisma, I think, revokes his name from the movie. <laughs> he maybe had a name, but just because that guy... We, we've talked about how that guy is a vacuum of charisma. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, there's a reason we don't see his soul getting sucked out in the movies, because he didn't have a soul to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, can you speak to the actors? Is that Does that happen? Do people not have souls? It- it might just be that his soul was not worth taking. Okay. It was so small and... Yeah, it was so small and, like, probably, like, extremely dense. Mm-hmm. But they were just like, you know what? We, we, our time is better spent on other souls. Sure. Yeah, um, probably, like, a pretty boring soul. Maybe yeah. Like, stay home and watch The Office every night. Uh, and, like, yeah. go, uh, go hiking. Pretty basic stuff. Everyone likes Jim looking for his Pam. Yeah, exactly. Like it's what everybody's looking for. He's very much an everyman. I mean, he makes really good movies. I quite enjoyed First Man, but (laughs) it just doesn't develop on screen like you want him to. (laughs) I mean, he just puts himself into his work so much that his personality never really gets to shine. (laughs) I like forgot that we were we had decided he was Damien Chazelle before you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Caught me off guard. Um, I was going to ask a question about that guy. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> Let's move on. I think the thing that bugs um, me about him the most is that he would look better without the goatee, but if he shaved <laughs> the goatee, then that's his like, soul-defining characteristic. Like He would just be... Not he would be nothing. The void. He would be a void. <laughs> like he would fail to I, exist. <laughs> I quite enjoyed uh, the part when they're at the very first kind of thing, wherever they are, the circular place with the mouth, where they they first go on the island and they all go there at night. And oh there's yes, the, the skeleton. The, like ritual. Yeah, the skeleton. The skeleton man who disappears right in front of Velma. I think <laughs> no, that's pretty accurate to ghosts. Ghosts do that, but I don't know if that character really was a ghost. Yeah, have we ever a weird thing that happened? Will and Chris, have we ever talked about that part? How that goes? That guy just disappears and no one acknowledges it. Uh, which uh, guy? Which one? It's it's towards the beginning of the movie when Velma is. She asks that skull skeleton man, like, so have you seen any creepy things? And mm-hmm. he goes, uh... No. No. And then he vanishes in a puff of smoke. Oh, I never no. actually made that connection. Yeah, he full-on just disappeared. Well, I, that thought, was what I, was... I thought the smoke <laughs> yeah. was uh, from the goo. Like, that was him, his entrance into the stage. Like, it just, w- it just happened. What goo? The, the, the bald guy. I thought that was, like, it happened behind him. Like No, the... no, no. 
It's not the bald guy though. It's this. There's a skeleton. I know, man. but I'm saying that I thought the explosion happened behind the skeleton guy, and then that that was. It does, but it but it causes the skeleton guy to disappear. Like does it's it? the same shot, and he vanishes. Yeah, I'll I just thought the explosion. I thought it was just uh, yeah. janky editing. Yeah, I thought it was just maybe it is. I think it's just the maybe it the editing. Yeah, maybe he walked yeah. away, and we don't know. <laughs> I just yeah, I just thought the explosion just like was so big that it just kind of like encompassed the like him. I'll look. You guys vamp. Okay. <laughs> vamp. <laughs> Um, Chris, do you have any other notes? Uh, I just have one more note. Is um, okay. It will never get old to me that the um, the timing of the part where um, um, Magoo is is you know climbing the staircase to get to the piano and like there's this swell of dramatic music like something horrible yeah. is gonna happen and right. then the light changes. He cracks his knuckles and starts playing this really um, really really laid back uh, mm-hmm. lounge music on the piano. I, I like that when they show like all the monsters uh, attacking the like lounge tiki area, they like, have a shot where he just like menacingly smiles, but like in the context of the movie, there's like no reason why that yeah. would be like why you'd be so menacingly smile. He just likes destruction, I guess. <laughs> I guess like, that part mo- out that part like um like basically confirms that he's one of the villains. Yeah, well, it's like supposed to foreshadow, I guess, that he could be one of the villains, or is that he is involved with the villain's plan? And that, like, when the monsters are attacking the tiki lounge area or whatever the the bar area is in the hotel, uh, yes. they, they cut to a shot of Nagoo, the bald guy, like menacingly yeah. smiling, like his head hunches down. He like has like this like evil grin on his face as all this destruction yeah. mayhem's going on. And it's supposed to be like, oh, like maybe he's the one that's behind this. Maybe he's a bad guy. Cause it, before, well, he is a bad guy. Well, not tangentially, yes. He's, he's, he's like associate. He's controlling the claw hand in the climax of the movie. Yeah, but, the, but we're implied that he doesn't really know that Scrappy is actually uh, Monteverius. So he's like... Yeah, but he was still going along with an evil plan. Sure, that's fair. I, I, <laughs> but like, is he, so he's still hell-bent on destruction. He just doesn't know who's pulling the strings. Yeah, okay. exactly. All right, well, that's yeah, fair. He thinks it's Rowan Atkinson. He yeah. Think, yeah, he thinks that it's just, yeah, Rowan Atkinson. He's oh. just answering to him. It's, it, you know, it's, yeah. it's people who are complacent. In, right. They're complicit. Yeah, you know, no, they, they, he is complicit, more than complicit. Uh, uh, yeah, because he's, he's actively right. causing harm. Yes, he is actively being a bad person. So, um, so I checked the scene. And uh, I can confirm that that skeleton man indeed vanishes. Like, all right, I'll have to watch that next time. Yeah, I I hadn't noticed it before this viewing either, but keep an eye out. I guess next <laughs> month we'll see him appear. Hmm. But uh, yeah, because the, the background stays the same and he like fades out. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. I'll definitely do right. that. Yeah, I'll have, to, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to keep that in mind for viewing seven. Well, I guess technically eight, because next month is our backwards yeah, one. It's, it's, yeah, so next month we'll see him appear. Yeah, it, It's never really addressed, because like, the, the monsters don't really have any... They're monsters, but they don't have power. No, like, yeah. Anything that's like ghostly. The, the biggest power they have is that their breath knocks people out. Mm-hmm. Yes. I will say the fact that they come out at night... Mm-hmm. At least that is very realistic. <laughs> Do ghosts not come out during the day? So it's not that they're not out during the day. It's that it's easier for them to travel at night mm. because mm-hmm. there's less like interference with like technology. Okay, like Bluetooth. Yeah. Like how Bluetooth like kills Bluetooth, bees. It, yeah. It, it's actually the 5G. 5G. Oh. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, we, like, the 5G, like, it's it's going to be killing a lot of ghosts. Yeah, we're pretty anti-5G because it's going to kill the ghosts. So, what happens to a ghost who gets killed? Yeah, is it like an oxymoron? Does that, like, to bring him back to life? <laughs> no. So, on... <laughs> So a ghost is someone who hasn't passed over to the other side. But they've died. But they've died. Yeah, it's their, okay. their soul. So if a ghost is killed, they they don't pass over the other side, and they're not a ghost anymore. They're just gone. They cease to exist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You should really think about your uh, data service. Do you really <laughs> want your loved ones to not pass on? You'll be killing them with the five G. Well, that that's also seeming that seems to be implying that our family members are purged with like some sort of guilt. Or something that, that prevents them from going either to heaven or hell. That's fair, yeah. That's true. Some, well, to be fair, some ghosts are just chill and just want to hang out for a Vibin. while. Just, just want to And the pr- protecting family members and loved ones a lot That's stay true. back because they, yeah, you know, they want to protect them. They have no guilt, but they just want to keep an eye yeah. on them. Yeah, that's why uh, the second ghost that visited me and my ghost of girlfriend's past pets was my parrot, Petey. Mm. And he he was sticking around because he was protecting me. Oh, that's nice. That's cute. Yeah, good old Petey. Yeah, he finally passed on. We, we reconciled and passed on to the, the other side. This is one of my one. favorite moments. Which season was that? Uh, that was season... Whew, it's been so long. Uh, 19. Oh, okay. Was that, cool. was it was early season 19, though. Oh. Like, yeah. I think maybe it was the mid-season before we went on oh okay yeah like the break yeah like it was our sweeps episode i believe uh, so it was part of the christmas special <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that's why it was so beautiful oh nice that's that's very sweet um so a couple of notes that i had this month um yeah so something i noticed uh when we have the establishing shot of the plane and like you like we follow like the one person with the cup and then we show, see the whole like plane did you guys notice on the far i guess it wouldn't be the right of the plane but like the left of the screen we first see mary jane it's like caught between two guys who are like passing snacks i never noticed that before yeah it's funny yeah we 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 acknowledge that in in this view oh right she like you you see her um there before she's like properly introduced on screen right yeah before we have like the slow-mo shot yeah. Um, so I, I didn't notice that before. That was something I noticed this time around. Yeah, it was neat. Um, also, uh, one note I just wrote was the noise when Scooby sucks the sandwich. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to make of it, but it's like a very unsettling, gross, yeah, interesting sound when he. Just... Which which part when he said with like at the during the chase scene? No, when he is a uh, different sandwich scene. It's when they're on the plane. And Chaggy's about to eat oh, the sandwich, and he, takes, and he like vacuums right. it. But like, it's like the sound you would make if you were like vacuuming custard or something. Like it's just a very gross, wet sound. Uh. <laughs> like the teletubbies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. It's okay. it's a gross yet interesting choice <laughs> for that sound effect, that folly. Um, another note I had about Mary Jane was that. So when we meet Mary Jane, it's on the plane, and she uh, just assumes that it is uh, Shaggy's grandma. Um, mm-hmm. even though she is having an allergic reaction to her. Um, right. And then the next scene we see with Mary Jane and Scooby-Doo is the one where he's coming in running about the monster and then we get introduced yes, to Bunny Man. into Shaggy's arms, yeah. The star of the movie, Bunny Man. Um, yes. And he, she, like, at no point in between there did she, like, get the, like, proper introduction that 
Scooby's a dog. Well, I, I feel like it's implied sure. that when they got off the plane, he was like, hey, so by the way, this isn't my grandma. This is my dog. But I don't want him that's, to come on that's going to like Chris's point where it feels like that was like a deleted scene or two that we might have missed. Like that might have been something they cut out of the movie. It is funny, though, yeah, that, like, maybe. that's never acknowledged again. Like, she never even mentions it. Like, oh, Grandma is the... Right. Kind of looks like that's a dog. That's true. You could even make a, a joke. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get at. Is that we... That's fair, yeah. Um, One thing that cracked me up this time was uh when Scooby's getting the call at the bar, and the guy's like, I got a bag of, uh, hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> he has, like, this, <laughs> yeah. this extremely long, uh... That like I don't yeah. know if that's implying that he doesn't know what the food's supposed to be or that he's making it up on the spot, but a little I mean I I would guess that he doesn't remember because they made that sign that said hamburgers this way, which mm-hmm. I would I would assume would be made before they made the phone call, so it's like he's like on the phone it's like we got a bag out and he like looks to his friend and he's like uh and he like whispers like hamburgers, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like hamburgers, <laughs> uh that um, yeah. Go ahead, Will. No, that was my note about that. What, what, what were you saying? I was going to ask if uh, Ron or Jane had any other like movie thoughts, like criticisms or, or not, maybe not even necessarily paranormal. It's like what you thought of the movie. I quite enjoyed the funhouse scene, like the sequence when they're in the castle. They're in the castle, yeah. That's the, probably my the favorite part. from the movie. The climax is all right. It's kind of temple doomy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but ex- instead of Instead of like cool Indian in Indiana Jones action, you get a big weird CGI scrappy. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay. Uh, I guess that's like a total toss up for me. Okay. Um, because while there are some like blatant like ghost errors, mm-hmm. just like when he picks up the floating like Protoplasm. head. Yeah. Um, the fact that like. Velma is very aware of what's happening. It's not realistic at all. So you're telling me when you're a protoplasmic head, you're just like, you don't know what's going Go- on. Ghosts so. in general are very confused. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so that, that's why I love the body swapping scene. Mm-hmm. That scene is probably my favorite scene in the movie because it's fun, but it's also super realistic because, mm-hmm. you know, Fred's, soul couldn't find his body so So it went to the next body went to the next body because he was confused and frightened and ghosts are very frightened so that that scene i very much enjoyed it spoke to you it spoke to me yeah yeah that brings me to the third ghost from uh past pets it's when i it it's funny that this scene was in this movie because i switched bodies oh with a, a ghost dog from my 20s okay which dog and, was this? Uh, his name was Spike. Oh, okay. And it was awful because I was driving up the highway. Oh, jeez. And my, have you ever see Freaky Friday? It's kind of like that, except I was now a ghost and the dog <laughs> was driving my car. No, were you still in the car with the ghost? I was not. You oh, I was. I was back in my childhood home in Illinois. Oh, oh my. Okay, so... What happened to your car and to the ghost that was, was in your body? Totaled, and I was my body was put in a coma for six months. Oh, yeah, we uh, we had to stop production because it it wasn't something that we were filming at that time either. 
Um, so uh, we had to do a reenactment episode <laughs> because we felt like this was so important to our fans. Of course. Yeah, and yeah. I know the officers on site said, you've been drinking a lot, sir. That's why you crashed your car on the highway. But the whole time I was barking. Oh, so God. Yeah. I think it was Spike driving the car. and That's what I got to say in court, too. Uh, right. Is the, is the lawsuit pending? Uh, yeah, the, the, the lawsuit and the ticket and yeah. everything is still pending. And I imagine it because it's a reality show, when you did the recreation, it had to be the real thing again. Yeah, it's a. They call yeah. that evidence when you bring it in a courtroom. Yeah, and I think it, it helps my case. Okay. There, there isn't, there isn't much I can talk about uh, because I have a, you know, there's a pending investigation. Were you in the car? No, I was oh, okay. not in the car. I've given my statement. Okay. Um, I cannot say more than that. But no, she took an Uber home after the bar. So oh, okay. The, the reenactment was so essential because we had our our main Ron here. He was he was in a coma, mm-hmm. but we needed to tell people. So we held an open casting okay. for Ron. Oh, okay. And we found a great Ron. Um, he ended up being 2% biologically similar to oh, Ron wow. right here. We tested it. We tested it. Like DNA testing. Mm-hmm. Yes. 23 and Meet It. Um, and, you know, it. that episode only aired once, so uh, we are legally not allowed to air it uh, again. Okay. Um, Until the court proceedings. I yeah. yeah. Um, That's a bummer. But, I mean, there's a torrent online. It is... It it's is, worth checking yeah, out. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. Oh, I guess... Mm. Chris, well, we got our homework. Yeah, I gotta check I, out. I would say that some binging. the ghost swap was pretty cool. The oh. ghost swap was it was cool the being body a ghost. Swap. Uh, yeah, no, no, in the movie. Oh, in the movie, because yeah. it was accurate and it was fun. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. And I, wa- I wanted more than just the scene of it. Yeah, I agree that's, with that. I think a fairy. Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's one of my main points as well. Though to go back to one of your earlier points, Jane, um, I feel like would it be fair if that scene where the Shaggy's pulling up the protoplasm instead of them doing like banter and jokes and stuff, if the ghosts were just screaming bloody murder the whole time, just like at the top of their lungs or whatever they have as ghosts. Yeah, that, that's what it would be. Yeah, just just it would be confusion. Yeah, for sure. just just pure scream, like just just ho- unholy screaming from like yeah. when Shaggy pulls out right. the guy that's not one of his yeah. friends. That guy just screams. Well, yeah. they all Shaggy's, scream. Uh, they're all like they just like right. a, yeah. Yeah, you know the the noises that they make too. Like it it would have been nice if we got like a distorted scream, mm. so it wasn't just like it did sound like what Velma scream would sound like. It's, yeah sound like muffled inhuman almost mm, yeah. exactly. quite, quite honestly ghosts are kind of a little quiet sometimes you know when you're you've, you've seen our show before right? yeah we bring our recording devices in and they usually whisper back to us right kind of sounds like someone in the other room is just doing it but it's absolutely that is not what's happening okay. it's a ghost and uh yeah that that's what we do uh, we we listen and sometimes they're soft but i say it speaks loudly to me Speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. To you, yeah. What they have to say. Because mm-hmm. you have good hearing. Yes, that too. And also the the fact that they were orbs. Yes. Is, is a really nice play. While they went appear like that, it was a really nice play on. To make it more digestible for viewers. Yeah, because like sometimes when we see ghosts, they are orbs, mm. but they they just look like a ball in a ball pit that's glowing. Mm. Yeah, sometimes they just look like lights on the wall or like a flashlight we shine on mm-hmm. the other side. Of the oh yeah. Like, no, those are ghosts. Now, were you bothered that, like they, a, that they had hair? 
as orbs. So I I take that to be the more like digestible part of it. Because okay. if, if you were just to have an orb and like the Shaggy, audience wouldn't know who it Shaggy is. Shaggy could sense that it was Velma because he would have been able to sense. Yeah, that. he feels her presence. Right? Yeah, he would be able to feel her presence, but like as the audience wouldn't be able to see that. So I was I was I was okay that uh, they had hair and human like features. <laughs> um, yeah, what I did have, what I had a major problem with was the fact that Velma was like, I need to be free. Like she, she knew, knew what exactly. needed to happen. Right, right. Uh, which ghosts, ghosts wouldn't feel that. Yeah. But at least they weren't full body apparitions. Okay, that, that would is, be... The chance of that happening it's for a, a human is very slow. For animals, sure, full body. But a human, <laughs> that's a lot of energy. Mm. And they don't, ghosts don't have a ton yeah. of despair. Huh. Hmm. Um, Something to chew well, on, I guess. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Uh, Will and Chris, do you guys have any other like final notes on the movie? I guess uh, I have a couple. Sorry, Will, I don't mean to. No, it's okay. yeah, go for it. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is something that's been bothering me every time we viewed the movie, and I just haven't really found the time to talk about it. But I figured I'd just rip the bandaid off and discuss it. So there's a scene okay. where Scooby Doo is is like, and or Daphne goes, and you'll be brave, and he like Scooby Doo does like the kung fu fighting and accidentally kicks Shaggy, and he's like, oh, watch it. Uh, Hong Kong Fui or whatever, oh, yes. something like that, which obviously like the Smurf line is just supposed to be a cute reference to Hanna-Barbera. And I'm assuming the Smurf line in the world of Scooby-Doo, like Smurfs are still cartoons, but is Wait, what was this? What's the Smurf line? What is the, the Smurf? The Papa Smurf figure or whatever. When they're, they're watching the video. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Velma and Fred. Um, yes. But when Shaggy refers to Hong Kong Fui. Is, is that implying that it's also a cartoon or is Hong Kong fully a character that exists in that universe as well? I I think it's the latter. They know, they know Hong Kong. Fu. I like to think okay, that so like, that, that's he's a like, celebrity in this, in this universe. Yeah. Yeah. Or they previously teamed up with him. Okay. Yeah. I, you know. I mean, I didn't know if there was like a, as you would probably know, Matt, maybe if like, there was like some episode where they, they cross, like they met Pat, they crossed paths. They like knew each other. Um, uh, that's what I think. There probably is one of those. Yeah. Okay, I just didn't know which character. Uh, uh, Hong Kong Fu Fu Hong- What is <laughs> Hong Kong Fu? <laughs> Hong Kong Furry is a different character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've. I'm pretty sure they met him before. Okay, well, that's all I wanted to know. Because um, I know at one point they were going to make a Hong Kong Fu movie with Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. and there's like that the test footage that they have online. That's like one yeah. of the worst things in the world. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. uh, that was, that would have probably taken place in the same universe. Yeah. So, uh, what was, Oh, um, my last note was Scooby and Shaggy are the main characters in this movie, which makes it even more annoying that Scoob that Scoob acts like it's novel with a focus on them spe- uh, specifically, which I, I agree. I think. Yeah. They are the, I didn't end up watching that a second time yet, for what it's worth. I wouldn't want to do it if <laughs> if I owned it or not. I wouldn't want to do yeah. it. Um, so, yeah, that's another uh, another diss on Scoob, which is a movie I've grown to like or dislike uh, the more we've talked about. It. So, that's all my notes. Uh, well, Chris, do you have any final thoughts? Should we start wrapping this bad boy up? Um, I don't think I have any other thoughts. 
Just any other questions for our paranormal experts here? Uh, no, you guys covered it like really, really good. Yeah. I, do you guys have any final thoughts to share? We can't thank you enough for joining. Yeah, us. yeah of course. I mean, like like I said, it's a subscription service, so we'll be back here in a few weeks for another <laughs> checkup. So yeah, sounds good. If you guys have uh, another movie you're watching, maybe even not this this upcoming months, but next year, we're more more than welcome to help talk about ghosts in those movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we were we thought the movie was okay. I thought the movie was just okay. I can't speak Jane. for Jane. Yeah, I I thought the movie was okay. I I enjoyed it mm-hmm. for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought there were some really funny moments, and I feel like you know, even though some things were very unrealistic, like Sugar Ray would not right. have uh, been able to be possessed. Um, yeah. Or the worst sequence in the movie when Shaggy and Scoob fart really right. loud. Right. <laughs> um, but you know that aside. Uh, it, was a, it was a very enjoyable piece of ghost cinema. Cool. Thank, well, thank you again. Yeah, thank you. Uh, been a, yeah, pleasure having you guys. Anytime. Anytime. Make sure to check us out on True TV every Friday night at 1030. We have season season number 38 coming out uh, starting on next week. I don't know the date. Um, and season, I will say season 37 is currently available on Hulu, but it will be expiring on Wednesday. Okay. So you have to make sure to watch season 37 before, before Wednesday. Wednesday at midnight. And then make sure to subscribe to True TV Plus. Oh, wow. That's their new uh, subscription service just for True TV shows. It's uh, us and Impractical Jokers. Okay. And uh, uh, property, the, aren't the Property Brothers <laughs> the on that True TV as well. Oh, that? yes, yes, they are. We also have a, a special episode with them this season where we investigate uh, one of the properties they're working on. Oh, okay. Mm, very cool. No, that's a fun very crossover. Cool. Yeah, that's what we love to do. Uh, um, it's a shame they had semi- to die, though, for the episode, but, you know. It <laughs> <That> is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on a semi-related <laughs> note of plugs, uh, I would like to recommend that listeners check out on, on Wednesdays the uh, Instagram account McGee Media. Yeah, McGee Media. There's these cu- these two guys that do this really cool stream where they talk about Jim Carrey movies. Um, and Are they ghosts they, as well? I think, what's that? Are they ghosts as well? Uh, no, no ghosts. Oh, okay. This is just something I think you should check out. Okay. Uh, this guy Ryan. I, I'm in it. Um, it's, it's, it's this guy Ryan and I and also roommate Ashley showed up on this week's episode. Oh, wow. So it's, it's worth checking out. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Well, Pacific, we'll, they'll do their pick of their movie and then yeah. review it immediately after on live, and then the episode will be released every Friday, uh, edited together. Last week was How the Grinch Stole Christmas. They've also done Dumb and Dumber, Truman Show. Just working through their catalog, yeah. penance or reward. Hmm. Well, how about that? That's the name of the show, is Penance or Reward. I'll check it out. All right. Cool. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, uh, I'm assuming that the ghosts are out of the house now. Yeah, uh, nothing this month, but you never know. No, something All come right. up next month where ghosts come back. They're kind of tricky like that. Hmm. I see. Right on. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by, and uh, uh, there's the door. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks. We'll see you. We'll see you in a month. All right. Well, I guess we'll just go back to sitting in silence as we were doing before. So, yep. uh, I'm Will. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. I'm Ron. 
And I'm Jane. What? <laughs> and remember, kids. It ain't ogre. Till it's ogre. All right, see everybody. So much to do, so much to see, 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 so much to do, so much to see. Hey school, that was fun. Let's grab another skateboard and like do it again, huh?